Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Japan, the show that brings you the most trending news stories and cultural insights from Japan. Today is December 11th, and we're coming to you live from Akasaka, Tokyo. I'm your host, Julian Domanski, and joining me, as always, is my co host and founder of Japan Insider, Yasuharu Matsuno. Hey guys, welcome back. First of all, sorry that we couldn't release a new episode last week, as I was on a business trip and couldn't do the recording. But, you know, it's great to be back. And、um, I guess many things have been happening in Japan since then, right? Yeah, quite a lot of stuff. It's always an action packed week, right? So we've,、mm. got, we've got two weeks to make up for now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try. You know, like, I, I don't really want to discuss this like, every, in the every episode,、mm. but you know, the number of corona cases in Japan is,、uh, it's been like exploding. Yeah, it's getting higher. I think we had 600 in Tokyo yesterday. Oh, just yeah, over 600, yeah, right? Over 600 in Tokyo and close to 3,000 cases. Across the nation.、Mm. Yeah, so unfortunately, it's getting more and more serious.、Mm. Um, and especially Hokkaido, you know, I,、yeah. you know my, my favorite prefecture,、mm. but, uh, it has announced its residents to、uh, stay at home for、mm. the next two weeks because、uh, they don't have enough capacity at the hospitals anymore. Yeah. And the, the Hokkaido government、uh, requested the Japanese government to、uh, send some like, medics、mm. uh, from the self defense force. I see, yeah. Because, you know, they, they simply don't cope, have、yeah. enough like, manpower、mm. in the medical sector. Makes you wonder what's going on up in Hokkaido. Because, like, when the, when the、mm. outbreak first happened, they were one of the first places to have like, a big, big outbreak, right? Right. It was at school, it was like a, a teacher had gone on holiday, and they, kind of, they were the first place to go into lockdown, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, like,、um, You know, as you know, like not, not literally lockdown, but、uh, yeah, kind of like state of emergency.、Sorry. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah.、Um, but yeah, they're seeing bad numbers. And、uh, also in Osaka,、mm. um, according to the Osaka model,、mm. which is a kind of a specific corona guideline that they have in that area,、um, they've also gone into highest alert.、Mm. Um, and both the towers have now turned red again. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think that's as severe as in Hokkaido. But, but yeah, still considering like, the, you know, its population,、mm. yeah, in a way, Tokyo is the, the most densely populated.、Mm. So, I mean, potentially the risk is the, the greatest in Tokyo,、mm. right? And so is in Osaka, the second largest city in Japan.、Mm. Yeah, but on a positive note,、uh, we also have some like, exciting news too,、mm. uh, like the new Gundam in Yokohama. Yeah, exactly. He's come to eradicate coronavirus <laughs> with his, his blades. Yeah, and the <laughs> so called beam rifles. Beam rifle, that's it. <laughs> so, for those、uh, who don't know Gundam,、uh, it's one of the most classic robot animes in Japan.、Mm. And the company Bandai built a life size、uh, moving Gundam in Yokohama.、Mm. Yeah, but、uh, you may know there's already one in Odaiba, but、uh, that one doesn't move.、Mm. And,、uh, but this is the, the first, very first, like full scale Gundam that like moves. You know? Yeah, it's like fully articulating.、Mm. It's very, very cool. Yeah, so it officially opens on December 19th.、Mm. But、uh, as a media company,、uh, we were able to film it at the end of November and release the video on YouTube last week.、Mm. And it's got over、uh, how many? Like 180,000 views. 
yeah, in like did, less than two weeks. Yeah, it went kind of viral. So, mm. yeah, a pretty cool uh, experience overall. Yeah, yeah. Um, and visually, yeah, I think uh, if any of you guys at home are interested in that kind of thing, you should definitely definitely check out the video. Mm. Um, it's, a, yeah, I don't know. I can't really describe it. You just have to watch it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's almost surreal. I mean, you are not quite a Gundam fan, right? You haven't watched the Gundam animes? Yeah, in the sense that, like, I just don't know anything about it. Not right. that I dislike it. Um but yeah, even I was impressed as a as a feat of engineering. Mm. That thing is just incredible. <laughs> yeah, like I've never watched the very first Gundam series, but I've watched just watched a few mm. uh, subsequent series. And yeah, I I would say like it was one of the most like ridiculous, craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, <laughs> I can agree with that. Mm. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's absurd. I would even go that far as to say. <laughs> yeah, absurd in a in a good way. In a great in a great way. Great yeah. way. <laughs> so uh, yeah, guys, you can check that out over our, our YouTube channel, youtubecom slash pro. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, lots of uh, fun videos coming out every week. So make sure you stay tuned for that as well. So in this episode, we're going to be discussing the following big news stories: a Nintendo company brochure becomes a valued collector's item. Tokyo Governor Koike announces a plan to completely phase out gasoline car sales by 2030. Children are choosing Kimetsu no Yaiba over their parents as movie sales continue to climb. And for our random news of the week, Nestle announces a stop of sales for its Milo drink after sales increase sevenfold. Nintendo is a company that needs no introduction, but every year during their hiring season, they produce a unique booklet that is designed to inform all prospective job applicants about what it means to work for the House of Mario. This brochure was originally available to college students free of charge, but now this piece is demanding premium pricing at flea markets and on internet auction and on internet auction sites. At the moment, the going price seems to be around 2500 yen, approximately $25, but some bids are much higher. Not all recipients of the book are looking to turn a quick profit though. One potential recruit wasted no time to repost on Twitter saying, I just got the company profile from Nintendo in the mail. The content about making games together is very cute. Another college senior wrote, When I received the Nintendo company profile designed with a really light feeling, I was trembling to see a very elaborate picture book. The end of the story includes a short message from none other than the original developer of Super Mario, Shigeru Miyamoto, who encourages a freedom of ideas and confidence to express oneself when creating new games. So, yeah, it seems like everything Nintendo makes is high quality, right? That's it. It just prints money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think after you saw this new story, you went to Mercari to buy one for yourself too, right? Well, originally, I just, uh, just wanted to check, you know, because uh-huh. uh, I've known about these booklets for many years and they're always unique every year. Mm. And, uh, you know, growing up in the UK... I could never get hold of one because you can only get one if you apply to work for Nintendo as a Jap not not as a Japanese person, but you have to be in Japan and apply for the company, right? Mm, maybe you could, <laughs> maybe now, yeah, but you know, before, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know. it's always been like, um, you know, like an elusive like piece of collector's merch. Mm. But you know, I checked, and uh, I mean, in the, in the story we mentioned, it's two and a half thousand yen, but mine cost three thousand five hundred. Oh wow! So it was a little bit more expensive. But yeah, the temptation was too much. It just looked, yeah, it looked yeah. so nice. It looked mm-hmm. such a, like a cool piece of uh, merch. So I, I just had to buy it. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a huge fan of Nintendo and mm. its games, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, so you and I kind of like discussed earlier how rich Nintendo is. Mm. And especially this year, 
uh, Nintendo has doubled the sales and six times the amount in profit in the first quarter this year. Yeah. And as you know, after the, the explosive sales of Animal Crossing,、mm. you know how many copies it has sold? I、uh, can't remember the last time I checked. It's like 20 million or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So yesterday I checked and it's over 22 million copies. That wasn't a bad guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's close. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous because even the, the difference of 2 million、mm. sounds small, right? Yeah, yeah. You said it's close enough, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still, you know. Two million difference. <laughs> and one, one copy sell is like $60, right?、Mm. So, yeah, that's. <laughs>、uh, yeah, I, I gave up. <laughs> that's a lot, a lot of change, yeah. It's、yeah. what, $120 million <laughs>、difference. Um, difference. $2 million. That's, that's what true, I mean. True. That's what I mean.、Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $120 yeah. million.、Dollars. Yeah, so I guess even if they give out these corporate brochures for free, And、uh, these you know, college students make money out of them.、Mm. No big deal for Nintendo, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think Nintendo knows that、uh, some people are going to resell it anyway. I think, yeah, I think they know, right? Because, right? I just checked the number, and Nintendo hires、uh, only like 80 to 100 new employees every year.、Mm. Did you know that? I didn't know the number, no. So, I mean, mostly less than 100、sure. like, every year. I mean, considering the size, it's、mm. such a tiny number,、mm. right? And imagine like how many people apply to Nintendo for the jobs.、Mm. I heard、uh, more than 100,000 people like every year. Yeah, that doesn't surprise、apply. me at all. Right? Yeah. <laughs> But that means, like, assuming it's、um, just like 100、mm. people get employed, then it means like,、uh, you know, less than one out of 1,000 people get a job at、mm. Nintendo. So, even if they get the corporate you know, brochures,、mm. 99.9% of people、yeah. you know, don't join the company anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but I guess Nintendo's intention is to kind of like maintain a good like, brand image of the company as well as their,、uh, its games. Yeah, I think that's like, as a company, that's their most powerful asset. It's just the Brand image and the character image.、Mm. That's why they're always so like, ruthless when like, people make like, fan versions of things, or if anyone tries to like, modify anything, you know, or, you know, recently we had the Mari Kart in、uh, Tokyo, right? The、yeah. go kart thing. Yeah. Anytime anyone like, misappropriates the image of Mario or anything, the Nintendo ninjas come in and <laughs>、oh, <yeah. laughs> they get removed swiftly.、Yeah. <laughs> Very scary. So, that, I think, yeah, I think the idea of this booklet is to kind of Lay the groundwork for any future employees and be like, you know, this is the image that we like to uphold.、Mm. And, you know, like you can see up front before you even kind of come for the interview, this is what you're expected to like protect almost. You know, this is the kind of the principles、mm. of the company. But it's interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like imagine like someone like yourself,、mm. right? Like you've been playing Mario、uh, since you were a small kid,、mm. right? So, You know, I, I won't say like all like 100,000 people are that passionate about like、mm. Nintendo games, but I imagine like many people are, you know. A good portion of them, I think. Yeah, a good yeah. portion of them, I would say.、Mm. So,、um, you know, they've been maybe in the, in the job interviews. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they explain like how, how passionate or, you know, how much love they have for Mario or. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> what, a lot whatever of them do, Pokemon, yeah. Or, you know. <laughs> I mean, they have so many popular titles. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like Nintendo like doesn't want 
uh, those people to be like discouraged,、mm. even if they don't get、uh, employed. Possibly, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, not to give up all their dreams, you know. Right. <laughs> like always, try again next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in other words,、uh, I, I think they want they want those people to keep liking、uh, those games. Yeah, true. That's a good point because they yeah they can't hire everyone, right? So、mm. maybe this little gift is just like a way of you know. <laughs>、mm, yeah, that's that's what I thought. Smoothing out、know? the defeat, maybe.、Mm. Um, it's really cool.、Though. Yeah, I actually got it delivered this morning. Oh yeah, and at the end,、uh, yeah, from、uh, Miyamoto Shigeru, there's another message at the end, which kind of describes what we talked about in the story.、Um, but on the on the, on the kind of cartoon side, there's a little picture of him, and he's like jumping out of a pipe, and he's got a little Mario hat on, and it's quite cute. And it says、um, Miyamoto des sekai ju no hito ga egao ni naru oshigoto o shimashou,、hmm. which kind of means like let's do work that will. Make everybody around the world smile,、right. <laughs> but he's like a little—you know—he's just doing the Mario jump. It's very cute.、Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. overall, yeah, I thought it was a really, really cool little piece of、uh, Nintendo、uh, memorabilia. I guess. Yeah, I also want to see what it's like,、mm. and wonder at the same time, like, what's gonna—you know—what Nintendo's gonna come up next year. Yeah, yeah, it could be interesting to see, right? Yeah, but、uh, there's still some copies on Medicare. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the price is rising quick, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. maybe I should invest. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our second news story of the week. Tokyo Governor Koike has vowed to reduce the amount of gasoline cars sold in the city to zero by the year 2030. She also added that the city will aim to reduce motorbike sales to zero by the year 2035. This plan will follow Prime Minister Suga's goal. Of eliminating all sales of gasoline-powered vehicles in the entire country by the mid-2030s, albeit a bit sooner. The reasoning behind this target is an attempt to lower greenhouse gas emissions. Prime Minister Suga has set a goal for Japan to have zero greenhouse gas emissions by the year 2050. In order to promote sales of hybrid and electric vehicles, specific initiatives are being planned for automobile manufacturers. On the same day as Governor Koike's announcement. Toyota Motor Corporation unveiled a new, brand new fuel cell vehicle called Mirai. Despite global success with models like the Prius, domestic sales of electric cars have declined in recent years. Similar initiatives across the globe are also influencing the decision to start cutting out gas. China, as well as California, are both aiming to eliminate gasoline sales by 2035. So yeah,、um, can't imagine anyone would say this is like a bad move, right?、Um, well. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a bad move, of、mm. course, but I just don't think it's a realistic move. It seems, you know? yeah, like quite a quite a journey to take. Yeah, considering it's very radical.、Mm. I mean, you know, zero gasoline cars in less than fifteen years from、mm. now, and so yeah, I, I think it's the right direction, but I don't think it's、um, it's doable in the limited time frame.、Mm. For example, I barely see electric cars running even in Tokyo.、Mm. Occasionally, I see Tesla, but ninety-nine point nine percent of the cars are gasoline cars. You know, for sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, there are some like Prius, like it's hybrid,、mm. but you know, the majority of them are like run by you know hundred one hundred percent gasoline. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, there's a big market for hybrid cars in Japan. Like、uh, I don't own a car, but every time I rent a car in Japan,、mm. it's always a hybrid,、mm. which to me seemed weird compared to like the UK, where like nobody has hybrid cars. 
But I would say like maybe the adoption of electric cars is probably higher. Oh, so it just depends. Yeah. And I think maybe like in, I don't know, all the time I've been in Japan, I think like on two occasions I've seen like an electric charge station for electric cars. Oh, you have seen in the public? Yeah, yeah. Just like、uh, one was at like a motorway, like a highway stop station. Oh, I see. And the other、mm. one, I think it might have been somewhere in Lapongi. I was just walking around and、mm. I just saw like this, I think it was like a BMW、um, station. Oh, interesting. And it was just like, Yeah, just what with the big cable that comes out. I see. Yeah, I they're mean, not common though, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Roppongi doesn't surprise me、mm. because it's one of the most like, international areas in,、yeah. even within Tokyo. So, yeah, I mean, as you implied, it's not just about cars, but、mm. also about battery stations, right? Yeah, that's it. You need the infrastructure, infrastructure. to be、yeah. able to charge these things, right? Exactly. So, you know, it takes both money and time、mm. to build those, all those infrastructures for electric cars.、Mm. And I just don't think, you know, even the capital of Japan, Tokyo, is, isn't ready for it. Oh, absolutely not. No. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. And I, I, I don't expect like things to change like dramatically in like five, 10 years.、Mm. You know, this kind of thing always takes time. Of course. Yeah. You know, these are all politicians, right?、Mm. And Japanese politicians always love to come up with such like dramatic, like grand vision,、mm. so to say. But in many cases,、uh, they lack a feasible solution or an actual roadmap of course, to、yeah. reach to the destination. Yeah.、Right? So it's like, hey, we're going to Mars next year. Then you ask, yeah, sounds great. You know, we want to go to Mars too, but how? <laughs> and they're like, I don't know. Use it, Reigns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> vote for me first, and then, yeah, we'll, then yeah, we'll talk、yeah. about it. <laughs> But they pretty much, you know, leave all those、uh, practical like solutions up to like private sectors. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I never put anything past politicians because they're always lying. But like, <laughs> I feel like it'd be such an irresponsible thing to do to make a claim like that, whether or not it's realistic or not. But just just to even make the claim. Without having done any prior research, right? So they must have consulted with somebody, right? Some kind of you know, like、uh, climate scientists or like, you know, industry leading、mm. you know, business people. Yeah, it seems a bit. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. I mean, they should have,、yeah. but they're, you know, a bunch of like self claimed like、uh, experts. Sure, sure. In these like industries. Yeah. <laughs> it really depends on like whom you ask. Yeah. You know, interesting. Yeah.、Mm. And for those like consultants, right? As long as they get paid、uh, from the government, I mean, they, they can make claims like, yeah, however, true, yeah. whatever、uh, they like. I'm sure their like, consultation fees are just <laughs> exorbitantly high.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. It's quite substantial. <laughs> <laughs> so、um, last year, actually, I was on a job and、uh, I actually went to Aichi to Toyota City,、hmm. which is named after the car company.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to the Toyota Kaikan Museum. Oh, yeah. And、uh, it was really interesting. You kind of learn about how the, the cars are built.、Um, and this new car that they've just announced, the Mirai, which means、mm. future, right? It's a、yeah. Japanese word for future.、Um, I actually sat in this car a year、mm. ago,、um, but I didn't realize, I thought it was already out at the time. I didn't realize it was just, it hadn't even released yet. Mm. But、um, they have one you can sit in, and it feels very much like a, a very like, luxury sedan kind of thing. It feels a bit like a Tesla when、mm. you sit in it.、Um, but like, they've got another one that's kind of like it's all like, dissected, and you can see all the parts inside. And、um, basically, the guy who was giving the tour he was just telling us about like, 
you know, all the improvements into the the internals to make it more efficient mm. in like every regard. So it's not just about changing the the fuel and, you know, changing it into like an electrical um, source, you know, mm. but it's all about, you know, like reducing like friction or lost energy on the wheels and, you know, reducing the amount of parts required to build it. So it's just less materials mm. and making it more safe and just, just everything, like every aspect of the car. Right. Um, it was really, really cool. Yeah. So to see that it kind of, it's going to be coming out soon. You know? mm. Having actually sat in one, I didn't get to drive it. It was just like in a museum, but mm. um, yeah, I think like it's definitely a car that if I had the money, I would buy one. It was really cool. Mm. You know, so. So you felt like you belong to the future? I am the, I am the future <laughs> of this country, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, but no, it, it felt really cool. And uh, yeah, I think this is kind of like, especially with car enthusiasts, which I'm definitely not, but I just enjoy driving. Mm. I think there's this kind of feeling where like, you know, if you lose the the petrol or the gasoline engine, you lose like the spirit of the car, right? Mm. And, you know, it doesn't make that noise and you don't feel like the vibration of the engine. Mm. So like there's a lot of like old school people who, even if they care about the environment, they'll just want a regular car anyway, mm. because it just doesn't have the same, well, an electric car doesn't have the same feel. Mm. It's almost more like a go-kart, right? You just press go and, yeah, it, and it's almost yeah. silent. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like, I, I like cars. Um, I mean, I, I don't have a car in Tokyo mm. because it's not really necessary. But yeah, I understand like both perspectives mm. Mm, of like those people who prefer gasoline cars mm. and, you know, people that are more... Uh, environment conscious mm. yeah but um maybe it's not quite feasible to make it literally zero mm. in like 10 or 15 years but still if we manage to uh reduce the the portion by you know to, to less than like 10 percent or five percent mm. you know whatever uh we can achieve that's great i think yeah i agree and uh yeah it's, it's a good target to aim for regardless of whether we hit it or not mm -hmm. you know Okay, so let's move on to some entertainment news next. According to a survey conducted on December 3rd by Benese Corporation, one of Japan's largest education companies, Kamado Tanjiro from the manga and anime Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba not only claimed the number one spot, but also smashed previous records in a survey asking elementary school students who they look up to. The survey was taken in November and asked around 7,600 elementary school students across the country between the grades of three and six. 618 votes went to the Demon Slayer's main character, Kamado Tanjiro. Among the reasons why he was chosen, the response, he does his best without ever giving up, was one of the most common answers. Others included reasons such as, he is nice to everyone, and if I think about Tanjiro, I can do my best. Tanjiro was not the only Demon Slayer character to make the list though. Aside from the number two spots going to mothers, number four going to teachers, and number five going to dads, all the remaining entries were characters from Kimetsu no Yaiba. Shinobu Kocho ranked number three, Giyu Tomioka ranked number six, Nezuko Kamado ranked number seven, Kyojuro Rengoku ranked number eight, Zenitsu Agatsuma ranked number nine, and Muichiro Tokito ranked number ten. Currently the movie, Kimetsu no Yaiba Mugen Resha, has risen to the number two spot for highest grossing movie in Japan. The film has already passed the 26.2 billion yen earned by Titanic, and numbers are only continuing to rise. As of now, the film has pulled in 27.51 billion yen, 
or $256 million in profit. The number one record is still just about being maintained by Hayao Miyazaki's Spirited Away at 30.8 billion yen, but Demon Slayer has claimed the record for the highest amount of sales in 10 days at 10 billion yen. <sighs> More Kimetsu news, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how many times we discuss, you know, Kimetsu this year. The never-ending river mm. that is Kimetsu no Yaiba. But as a matter of fact, um, you know, Kimetsu is still trending in Japan. Mm. And I see various news related to Kimetsu, I would say, almost every day. Mm. Mm. And I just checked the latest number. And the, and the movie has generated uh, almost 29 billion yen or $290 million mm. by now. You know, which is the, the second highest on Japan's all-time uh, box office mm. record. So, you know, like less than $20 million away mm. to Spirited Away. Oh, yeah. So Spirited Away came out in 2001, right? Yeah, that so, should be about it. Yeah. yeah, it's about 19 years to achieve, you know, just a couple of more million than what Kimetsu has done mm. in, what, three months, <laughs> four months? How long is this? Um, maybe less Le- than less three than, Less than that, yeah. Right? yeah. I think we just talk about it all the time. I can't even remember like when it came out, uh-huh. this movie. But yeah, yeah, it wasn't actually that long ago, was yeah, it? Yeah, the movie is still quite recent. It I might even say. be like two months ago, right? It's mm. really mm. recent. Yeah. It's just insane. Insane. Um, yeah. I think it's a, you know, combination of different factors. Mm. And this year, you know, uh, not only Japan, but we were in a quite unique, uh, special situation, mm. right? Yeah, uh, but, you know, uh, pretty much because of the corona. Mm. Yeah, so I think um, more people are looking for some like encouraging story. Mm. You know, because the the reality is, you know, if you look at the reality, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a bit sad, right? Yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. Mm. So this um this survey is kind of interesting, <laughs> you know. Uh, obviously, it's, it's more than interesting. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you know, they, yeah. they they do this kind of thing all over the world, right? Um, mm. But so many characters ranked in there. And you, you'd mm-hmm. obviously expect like some of the top answers to be your mother or father, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second one, I guess, is teachers, right? That's kind of interesting. Mm. And when I read the, the results of this, it wasn't that I was so much surprised about Demon Slayer characters being in there. Mm. I felt more bad for the dads. Exactly. Dads ranked lower <laughs> than teachers. <laughs> I know, right? And it's ranked number five. Yeah. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, how does that make you feel, Yasu, as a father of two Japanese boys? Well, like... Are you um, less popular than Tanjiro? <laughs> <laughs> I will be shocked, you know, if my son, like, you know, answered uh, his top ten like this. And, oh, dad, you're number five. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you're lower than mom, that's fine, right? Yeah, it's yeah, that's understandable. But I, I think this, this was kind of an interesting point. And I, it was kind of a question I wanted to ask you. But do you think that's a reflection of um, Japanese culture? I think so. Where like teachers are ranked above mm-hmm. fathers? Because mm-hmm. I think like in the West we don't respect teachers as much. Mm. We should do because mm. they do a very hard, difficult I job, right? Point. But yeah. kids, kids just don't respect their yeah. teachers. Yeah, as a Japanese native, I, I thought this was quite Japanese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look up to the the teacher, right? And that comes around to the whole like sensei kind of thing. Mm. Right? It's it's not just they're a teacher; they're like a, an older, like ranking person, mm. and you listen to them, right? So mm. I just thought that was a kind of an interesting point of data in there. 
Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I felt the same actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you know, in the Star Wars movie, sure, you yeah. always have to look up to your master, like uh, Master Yoda. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it. So yeah, interesting survey, and uh, just another thing that highlights the immense popularity of Kimetsu no Yaiba, mm. an unstoppable force apparently at this point. And um, related to that, right? I found one interesting tweet yesterday. Mm. And, well, it's not just one tweet, actually. Multiple tweets okay. saying this ranking is ridiculous, you know? Mm. Like, how can you respect, like, fict- you know, fictitious characters from anime? Um, yeah, like, I, I kind of see their point. But, but like kids, right? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kids. I mean, you know, of course. Uh, someone replying to them saying, like, okay, then, like, whom, like, uh, were you looking up to when... You were in primary school. Mm -hmm. And many people started replying randomly, right? Yeah. But can you guess? Uh, Who? Uh, Yeah, like, let's say, like, 20 years ago. 20, 30. Well, I would say 20 years ago. I was going to say, give me a time frame. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to say the the boy from Spirited Away, the main character. What's his name? Uh, The the dragon boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Haku. Haku, yeah. Mm. Maybe someone like that. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I would say that's one of the better answers, right? Uh, yeah. um, but many people answered, uh, gave name of, uh, names of Pokemons. <laughs> 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 and, and many of them, like, legendary ones. Oh, not, not even, like, Pikachu, but the, the, all, all the, like, I, I don't even know the... The new, like, legendary ones? Basically not humans, right? Yeah, not not humans. <laughs> At least Tanjiro is a human. Exactly. Oh, well, that's amazing. So it was quite funny. And after, you know, people um, started replying <laughs> that, I, I think I, I answered this and that, yeah, like, yeah. giving all the Pokemon names, like... At the end of the day, someone like, oh, okay, then, uh, <laughs> you know, we're no better than them. That's hilarious. At least Kimetsu characters are more admirable than Pokemon, right? <laughs> and at least they're actually humans. <laughs> I mean, not not that I dislike Pokemon. I, I, I like Pokemon, but they're not humans. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our final story and random news of the week. On December 12th, Nestle announced a stop in sales for its multivitamin chocolate drink, Milo, after demand for the product suddenly increased sevenfold. Milo, a popular drink in Singapore, is one of several products produced by Nestle that involves a chocolate and malt powder being mixed with water or milk to create a vitamin-rich drink. It is typically targeted towards children, but due to the recent demand by adults as well, Nestle Japan has temporarily suspended the sale of three Milo products, The product is imported from Singapore, which made it difficult for the Japan team to quickly adjust to the rise in demand. Originally, only the 240-gram pack of Milo was put on hold during the end of September, but when the product was relaunched on November 16th, sales exploded beyond Nestle Japan's expectations, forcing them once again to stop the sales of Milo. The initial boom in sales was brought on by a few viral tweets talking about the benefits of drinking Milo in the summer. One Twitter user claimed a myriad of positive effects including no longer becoming dizzy, staying awake during the day, not getting hungry, clearer skin, and even better mental stability. Since then, the product has been flying off the shelves. Nestle has announced that the sale of Milo will resume sometime in March 2021. 
So are you a, are you a fan of this drink, Yasu? Yeah, when I was a small kid, mm. I used to drink it. And especially because um, I kind of like grew up in Singapore. Yeah, from the age of like six to uh, 10 or so. Mm, okay. Yeah, so Milo was quite a familiar uh, product in Singapore. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I mean, they've always had it in Japan as well, right? But just, just recently, it's kind of exploded yeah, in popularity. I, I was a bit surprised because, yeah. yeah, it's been around for many, many years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the their, you know, sales has kind of exploded. <laughs> it wasn't like this particular tweet that caused this, right? Or was, was this like someone tweeting after it had already started to go mm. kind of viral? Yeah, I also did some research, but I, I don't think it's uh, a single tweet. Sure. That made uh, this trend, but mm. it's more of everyone. I don't know, like all of a sudden, uh, mm. start noticing the, the benefits of Milo at the same uh, time. The zeitgeist of uh, <laughs> chocolatey drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, there is a hashtag, uh, Mirokatsu, uh, trending on Twitter recently. Mirokatsu? It, mm, is that like Milo life? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. <laughs> um, pretty much, yeah. Uh, ka- katsu is a shortened form of katsudo, mm. which is like a uh, activity. Mm. So yeah, Milo activity, Milo life, you could say. Oh, because I think it's the same kanji for seikatsu, right? Mm, mm, for li- exactly. Or yeah, li- livelihood or life or something mm, like that. Yeah, your your kanji knowledge is uh, <laughs> pretty good and only getting better. Even when you just say katsu, I'm not even looking at the kanji. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna guess that like katsu is a uh, word for a cutlet, <laughs> and yeah. I was you know uh, almost like ready to to deny your answer, <laughs> like get like a ton ton mido. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you kind of guess it right. Yes, because I always get the random word of the week wrong, you know. So if I get one right now, it kind of balances out. Mm. And everyone at home thinks I'm not that bad mm. Japanese. <laughs> I mean, it's not random word of the week. It's yeah. word of the week. Oh, true. Because it's not random. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's perfectly normal to, ca- yeah, to Japanese. Carefully curated by curated. <laughs> Yeah. Very useful Useful, word. normal. Normal. Definitely not an abomination of English word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what's a bit ironic is that uh, this Milo drink is originally meant to be for kids. Mm. You know, I, I don't think their main target is adults unless they have changed the strategy. <laughs> yeah, most like chocolatey kind of things. They're always aimed at kids, right? Because mm. they're sweet and it's easy to see. It's an easy sell, right? Right. Kids just like chocolate. So, mm. so I yeah. kind of feel, you know, sorry about the fact that all the adults are buying up the stock. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, you know, in my opinion, should be available for children. Yeah, that's a bit mean, isn't it? Because mm. the kids are going to go in the shop and they're mm. probably going to cry. And mm. then their parents, you know, don't have an, a solution. Uh-huh. And uh, they'll go to work the next day and, you know, Takeshi-san in the office will be like, oh, yeah, I made a killing last night <laughs> selling uh, Milo on Medica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cruel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, at least, you know, if that person, like, enjoys drinking Milo by himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. I should add, this Takeshi character is completely fictional. I just I just picked the most random generic Japanese name I could think of. Oh, but I, I imagine that will happen, right? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. I thought uh, y- you have a friend called Takeshi. Yeah, I could do that. that you really hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so technically, it's not really your friend. <laughs> yeah, I just dropped him in it. <laughs> but do you know about the history of Milo Yasu? 
Do you? No, but Wikipedia does. So I'm just going to re- oh. I'm going to regurgitate oh. some facts from okay. Wikipedia. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, apparently yeah, it was invented in 1934. Oh wow. Yeah, right. Oh, 86 wow. years ago. This surprised me as well. Yeah, yeah, it does. Do you know yeah. where it comes from? What country? And it's not Singapore. Mm, Milo. Mm. I mean, w- one thing that's quite iconic about the their can mm. is that it's green, you know, mm. and they always have like soccer player uh, on the package. Mm. So I'll go for Brazil. Oh, that's a, that's a logical guess. Mm. But it's completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I try. It's actually invented by an in, an Australian industrial chemist and inventor called oh. Thomas Maine. Really? Yeah. Wow. So in 1934, mm. and uh, the original product, it was called Milo, and it was made by Nestle all those years ago, but it was called Fortified Tonic Food. <laughs> does, does not sound appetizing, right? Ooh. <laughs> Anytime food is fortified. Yeah. I've never heard of such a like, worse combination. <laughs> but yeah, the packaging is pretty cool. Um, mm. But yeah, I, don't know, I was surprised just after, you know, because I don't really have much experience with this product. So mm. just, you know, quickly Googling it. And it was very interesting to hear. But apparently um, in Japan, uh, it's all manufactured in Singapore, but they ship it over. And then there's a packaging facility in Kobe, which mm. is where they just put it into the, the boxes and then sell it to Japanese people. Hmm. Um, but that that explains why it's causing uh, shipment and like supply chain issues in Singapore as well, because it's hmm. coming from the same place. Makes sense. So, yeah, I don't know. This kind of just reminds me of like when the pandemic started and like toilet roll was just like, just disappeared. Hmm. Like, toilet roll and instant ramen. But now it's a bit like <laughs> Milo is added to the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if the situation in Japan is getting better or worse. <laughs> it's hard to say. It's just a weird time to be alive. So that wraps it up for all the news stories this episode. Now let's jump into our final segment of the show, Word of the Week. So today I'm going to introduce to you a common Japanese-English word. That's related to one of the news topics that we discussed today. Okay. Word of the week is standoplay or standplay. Standplay. Standoplay. I'm actually not sure if this is easy or difficult for you. Uh, well, play, it makes me think of one of those like kind of baseball terms. Mm, mm. But we didn't talk about baseball this week, so... Mm. <laughs> that throws my assumption out the window. <laughs> um, you're actually right that the word originally came from baseball. Oh, okay. That's not mm. a bad start then. Mm. Um, okay. So how of the four things we had today, can't be Milo related. I mean, it could be, but I don't think it is. So not that. Koike, I don't think maybe. Kimetsu or Nintendo. Well, it's actually related to the, the politicians. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, oh, okay, I was going to completely scratch that one out, but I'll bring it back in. Okay, so it's something uh-huh. to do with politicians. I don't know. I can't really give you like a definite answer, but mm. is it something to do with like kind of what we talked about earlier when like the politician will kind of like offer up like a, a bold move, a mm. suggestion of something grand mm. without any suggestion of how to actually accomplish the goal? Uh, Maybe. Uh, close. Okay, <laughs> I'll, ta- I'll take close. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's my suggestion. Mm. So, um, 
I've never actually heard any native English speakers using this phrase.、Mm. Uh, but I just Googled it, and it seems like it de- derived from American English word、uh, grandstand play. Grandstand play, okay. So、uh, on Wikipedia, it says that the grandstand play is a successful play or other maneuver during a sporting competition in which one or more players shows off unnecessarily. In order to entertain or impress the spectators. Ah,、uh, okay. And then does that, does that also cause them to lose?、Uh, sometimes. They kind of like they, they boast before they've actually won and then it kind of backfires. I think, yeah, if they try to do like、uh, a stand play、mm. and they fail,、mm. I mean, in, in、uh, proper like American English, it's,、mm. it should be like grandstand play. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, technically. Yeah. Yeah. So,、um, we talked about some politicians setting high goals for electric cars in Japan today.、Right? Yeah. And、um, I kind of see those as a typical like, examples of、uh, stand play.、Mm, okay.、Um, and because, you know, like those grand visions that they have like, came up with,、mm. in my opinion, are not quite realistic. Yeah. But as like, politicians, they kind of have to show that. They are doing something.、Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah. And they, entertaining the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they sometimes, you know, come up with a crazy like vision. Yeah.、Uh, on purpose, you know, regardless of, you know, whether they can achieve it or not.、Mm, yeah. So makes a lot of sense. Y- yeah. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in Japan, we don't use the word、uh, grandstand play, what, but we just call it.、Uh, Standopre. Yeah. Yeah, to, to describe those actions. Because I'm like, Grando Standopre. <laughs> We're way too long. Oh,、right? yeah, that's too long for us. <laughs> But,、uh, so, one thing you should know、mm. is that in Japan, stand plays are hated. Oh, okay. Because you can, you can imagine why, right?、Mm. Because people、uh, generally don't like people that stand out from the crowd. Yeah, like show offs, right?、Mm. Not, not popular in Japan. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. They, they want people that like, kind of like conform、mm. to the society. I see, I see, yeah. Yeah, and the norm of the you know, group that they belong to. Yeah.、Uh, so you remember we discussed several episodes ago a word, my piss, right?、Mm. For example, like when your boss tells you, You are my piss,、mm. then you gotta you know, take that with a grain of salt.、Mm. Like, it's not necessarily a good meaning. Yeah, yeah. means it can mean like you're a bit like selfish,、mm. um, you know, doing everything at your own pace、mm. and doesn't like conform to the society.、Mm. But in case of stand play or stand up play, It's always 100% negative. I see. <laughs> <laughs> If your boss tells you you are doing a stand play, yeah. then it's, it's like, you know, you're pure evil. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, you know, you'll be executed in this society. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'll try to avoid any, any stand plays <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Okay, well, that wraps it up for this week in Japan. Whichever platform you're listening to us on, make sure that you're subscribed for a brand new episode every single week. Thanks for listening, everyone. We are also releasing new videos every week on our YouTube channel, so search for youtube.com slash japanpro and find us there. So stay healthy, stay safe, everybody. And、uh, if you're on a sports team, don't go for the stand play 
and choose the safe option uh, for fear of disappointing your teammates. <laughs> and be sure to check back next week for the very next episode of This Week in Japan. <laughs> <laughs>